New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Live from a secure concrete bunker somewhere in Ohio, New Thought Media Network presents Pastor Michael Mangus with Friday's Fireside Chat, spiritual conversation for today. Here he is from the secret radio room, surrounded by thousands of watts, Pastor Michael Mangus. Well, good evening to everyone out there. Pastor Michael Mangus with you. Let me just turn my headsets up just a little bit. Broadcasting live here from the secret radio room somewhere in Akron, Ohio. Welcome to the Friday evening fireside chat. We have a good one for our record date of 9-18-2020. First of all, I want to thank everyone for their support of the show. The best way that you can help us here is this. If you're touched by the message here, please share it on your Facebook page. That is the best way that we can get the word out about the Fireside Chat here on New Thought Media Network. Our purpose here during our Friday evening visits is to discuss temporary, excuse me, contemporary issues in the light of our New Thought teaching. And I have on this evening a very special guest, which we will introduce later, from Chicago, Illinois. The Reverend Dr. Alice Rock Brown will be with us a little bit later on this evening. In the midst of all that's going on here, I just want to remind all of us we really need to keep our peace within and hold the high watch of a vision of a world that does work for everyone. I know all kinds of stuff is happening in and around us. I know that in some ways that people feel that they're being battered by the different storms, and we'll talk about them tonight. But we really need to come from a place of centeredness. Our master teacher, Jesus, says, Peace I leave unto you, my peace I give you. That's the peace within. So we need to be relying upon that peace during this time, and also seeing beyond the appearances. There's a lot of stuff happening, and I know that. We need to be seeing beyond the appearances to see, again, a world that works for everyone. So let's talk about some of the, of the things in today's news. Early voting started in many states. I have two words for you. Two words. Are you ready? Go vote. 
Do you want me to repeat those? Okay, I will. Go vote. Okay, I'll say it again. I just want to make sure you have this, okay? Go vote. <laughs> Don't let anyone or anything prevent you from voting. Today, I saw on a news feed in Washington, D.C., where they did start early voting, that they did have lines. Okay, still, stay in line, still vote, still vote, still vote. The best way that you can do this, especially for this November election, is check online and make sure that you're registered. Vote in person or in mail, just do it. That's as political as we're going to get on this program. Just go do it. This is probably one of the most empowering things that you could do this year or any year. Go vote. Your vote counts. Don't let anyone say otherwise. Your vote counts. Please, <laughs> please, please, please be nice to the election officials when there is a discrepancy. Let's understand that most of these individuals are part-time workers. They're older. Most of them retired. They're volunteering their time to help here. Like we tell the kids, use your indoor voice, <laughs> not your outdoor voice, use your indoor voice. And also this, if you plan on voting in person, check and recheck before you go to the polls. Now, the reason I say this is because for many years, yours truly worked as an election official. Most of the discussions, and I could, <laughs> we could spend the rest of the broadcast retelling stories about what happened voting day. But most of those discussions that happened could have been prevented by the individual calling the board of elections beforehand or to check online. Now, if there's discrepancies, the workers are told to vote you provisionally. Now, what happens in a provisional vote in most states is this. They will not count it that night or in the general election. What they will do is they will set it aside and let usually a Democrat and a Republican or more go ahead and go through all the votes to make sure, again, that the ballot is valid. I support everyone this time if you can vote regularly. Vote regularly. And again, if you go online and you go ahead and check and recheck, there should be no problems when you go and actually vote. So go vote. <laughs> go vote. Our watch on COVID-19 continues. The cases in the United States as of yesterday, 
6,613,331. The deaths so far, 196,277. Some figures I've seen are up over 200,000. The cases in the last seven days are 269,769. Let's understand with the death total that I'm saying, again, it's not just the individuals who have passed, it's their families. It's the moms, the dads, the grandmas, the grandpas. It's millions of people. Again, we must take this seriously. That's why I mention it every week here. The most spiritual, the most ethical, the most moral thing that you can do is this. Wash your hands. <laughs> wear a mask and social distance. When you wear a mask, wear it over your face and also over your nose. That's the proper way of wearing a mask. So today I was getting safety gear because I'm going to go work at a friend's sawmill on Saturday. So he requires you to have safety shoes with steel toes in it, also goggles, also uh, ear protectors. So I'm in my favorite unnamed tool store. <laughs> the reason I'm not mentioning it is because I want to go back. <laughs> A gentleman behind me had no mask on, and he was about two to three feet away from me. So I kept going. <laughs> I kept going forward and kept looking back. He went ahead and started the social distance a little bit. Again, going through this experience, for goodness sakes, please take care of yourself. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I know it's tough. I was talking to a healthcare professional today, and she says, this is going to go more than likely into next year until they find a workable vaccine. So we talked about the physical already. Emotionally, please check in once in a while to see how you're feeling and remind yourself that this too shall pass. This too shall pass. You can also make other positive statements like that, but this too shall pass. We will get through this, guaranteed, somehow or another. Another thing that I do is this. Get a notebook out and start a gratitude journal. Write down three to five things every single day that you're grateful for. There's always something to be grateful for. Another thing that's suggested in positive psychology is this. To write down in, now you can do it in your gratitude book, but you can also use another book. What is going good in your life? Or what good things happened that day? Three things in a journal. 
it makes a huge difference in how you are feeling each and every day. When you go ahead and you practice gratitude, huge difference. Spiritually, again, the prayer of protection from the unity tradition, the light of God surrounds us, the love of God enfolds us, the power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Another one is uh, Psalm 91, which I will read from tonight to close. But I'm sharing with everyone again, daily spiritual practice of prayer, meditation, and also reading will get you through this. We can use this time to deepen our relationship with all that is. And again, that relationship is not out there someplace, but it's within us. That's where the secret place of the Most High is, is within us. Again, we will all get through this, guaranteed, somehow or another. Again, I look forward to the day, and I envision the day, when we will be together again, we'll be able to go to church <laughs> and not social distance and not wear masks and be able to hug each other. I had a friend of mine who's a unity minister tell me that his first gathering a few weeks ago outdoors had 75 people, and then the next week it had 30. The reason being is because of the social distancing and also that you couldn't hug anyone. We will all get through this guaranteed with Spirit's help. Are we going to let this time bless us or burn us? That's our choice. So choose wisely. So I would like to remind you, if you have stumbled onto this program, good evening to you. Welcome. You are watching the Friday Fireside Chat here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangus, and in a few moments, we will have a very special guest in the Reverend Dr. Alice Rock Brown from Chicago, Illinois, and I know that she'll have a lot of Wonderful things to say to us. Continuing on with the news, the wildfires continue. Hardest hit state so far, California, Oregon, Washington, and Montana. From the location of the New Thought Media Network in Colorado, there is still four active fires. Totally, there are 79 large fires still active, 3 million, that's with an M, 3,977,921 acres are involved. There is good news. There are three of the fires contained. And I don't know, again, I don't know how many of you are from the Midwest. Maybe Reverend Alice can also tell us what's happening in Chicago we're noticing around here that there is a haze in the air. 
And we usually notice it during sunrise and also sunset. But the reason being is that the smoke from the Western fires are coming east. So the fires are affecting everyone. And again, we say to everyone again, please, 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 please practice safety. Again, follow the the directions of your local safety officials. Please be safe. Also in the news this week, Hurricane Sally made landfall. Category two, going through Alabama and Florida. Some of the local officials there say that the devastation is a lot worse than previous hurricanes because of the rain and the wind. And guess what? There's two more (laughs) waiting in the Atlantic Basin, Teddy, and also Wilfred. Again, just take care of yourself here. Stay safe. Listen to your local officials. Pray and send money. Not just pray. (laughs) Send money if you can. Again, many people, again, are going through some interesting times here. Let's be as supportive as we can. The discussion on racial equality continues. Last week, I reported that CNN, from a third-party source, said that 93% of all the things that are happening out in the streets have been peaceful, all the demonstrations. We also got the report that there was released a video that happened two months before the George Floyd incident. The death of Daniel Prude was held up by Rochester officials. And so after the release of the videos, again, they're out in the streets demonstrating. Again, we must do this peacefully, folks. If you're called to be in the streets again, social distance, wear a mask. We must let our voice be heard here. Keep the pressure up on the elected officials. If you see them anytime between now and election, please ask them, what are they going to do? What kind of plans do they have in place? to end the racism, not only in the police department, but in all the government agencies. What are they going to do? We need to call out the racism and root it out. We need to root it out corporately, also systematically, and also, I'm going to step on some toes here in the church. There are many of you, again, still in New Thought, that don't think that we have a problem. And also, don't think that we should mention anything about it. Let's understand that we, as a movement, back in the late 1800s, were born from the suffragette movement, from the labor movement, that those individuals went out into the streets. They organized. They petitioned. 
So it's not enough just to stay at home. And again, like I've heard before, people just say, well, Michael, just teach the science of mind. Just teach new thought. Okay. I will teach it in context of what is going on here now. We cannot ignore the police brutality of black men and women. We cannot excuse that anymore. We need to address the anger here. We need to stop the killing of black men and women by our police officers. And I also support the men and women in blue. And I support them to turn in the bad apples, the people who are using excessive force. Now, one of the things that I like to watch on YouTube, I don't think I watch much TV, which I don't. But I do watch one of my favorite shows are the bounty hunters. And I may have one of my favorite bounty hunters on in the next few weeks. I can't tell you that I'm still working with his people on it. <laughs> the bounty hunters, what if you had to bring them in alive? That's my question. What if you had to bring them in alive and that lethal force was the last thing that you would use? That's what happens with the bounty hunters. They do not use any type of, now they have it on them, and they will use everything but because they just want to return the individual to jail. That's all. Not kill them. Not send them in a body bag. In news this week from Louisville, Kentucky, Brianna Taylor's family settled in a $12 million settlement with the family getting the local officials to pledge for reform. That was part of the agreement. A wonderful article that we will not read this week, but I saw this is in uh, National Geographic. It says 2020 is not 1968. It's a historical article that says that this kind of systemic racism has been going on for a long time. And that, again, a lot of this has been over the years, a lot of this has been not overt, but covert. We just need to root it out of our whole system here. It's the most spiritual thing that we can do here. And I know that our guest from Chicago, Illinois, will have something to say on that here in a few minutes, the Reverend Dr. Alice Rock Brown, my special guest here in just a few moments. Well, if you happen to tune in this evening, hi there. From across the nation and around the world, this is the Friday Evening Fireside Chat on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangas, broadcasting from a secret location <laughs> somewhere in Akron, Ohio. 
some announcements here. Yours truly is currently a member and helping out at Summit CSL, the teaching chapter here in Akron, Ohio, that has been proudly serving the Akron Summit County area for well over 20 years. For more information, you can go to summitcsl.org. At summitcsl.org, there you can get all kinds of information. We have a wonderful Sunday morning gathering that's online at 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific time. Please join us. We had a gentleman join us last week from California. Again, for more information and to get the Zoom information, go on summitcsl.org, and you'll get all kinds of information there. We had a meeting last week about some of the new offerings that we'll be having, including a foundations class. The Foundations of the Science of Mind will be doing that online, plus also other classes for your enrichment. So that'll be coming up here in just a few. This Sunday, we will continue our monthly focus on balance with the spiritual director of Summit CSL, which is Diana Mangus. And I know that you'll really appreciate her message. And again, that's this Sunday at 1030 Eastern. My, I'm getting, I'm getting paged here. Let me just put the glasses on and see here. Okay. <laughs> see, this is a radio guy learning how to do video. All right. So, you know, you have directors, you have producers, you have all kinds of people in and involved in putting together the Friday evening fireside chat. Diego does a wonderful job. We appreciate his wonderful service to the New Thought Media Network. Yours truly is available for practitioner sessions, also guest speaking. I can speak anywhere using Zoom and also ceremonies, and also weddings. Uh, we are doing a lot more of those. This week, I sent in my registration for West Virginia. <laughs> oh, that was interesting paperwork to fill out. So not only did I have to prove ordination, but I had to send them a letter with two signatures on it that said that these individuals see me in church on a regular basis. I am not kidding. At least it was only $25. In the past, it was like $125 to register as an officiant in West Virginia. But soon, very soon, I'll be able to do weddings down there. Again, uh, Diego put the uh, email address up there. That's pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com, pastormichaelmangus at gmail.com. Please get in touch with me. That's the best way of contacting me. We have many wonderful programs here on the New Thought Media Network. Morning and evening prayer with not only Reverend Robert, but also other ministers and practitioners. The Wednesday night boost is absolutely wonderful with Reverend Robert. 
We mentioned the show before, but Real Talk with Eugene Holden, absolutely outstanding. That's on Thursdays. Live from the United Kingdom, UK, uh, with a practitioner and also fellow ministerial student, Laura Topper. All excellent programs. We have concerts. We have classes. We have a prayer team for you. All kinds of things for you. So just go on the New Thought Radio Media Facebook page, and it will give you all the information. And as Diego, once again, is scrolling down there, we need your help financially. The money that you send in through PayPal, through regular donations, really help us to take this message to the world. And that's one of the areas in the past that New Thought has lacked in, is, again, using media to our advantage. Now we're able to do that using the Internet. However, we do have bills to pay. Robert has to pay every single month for bandwidth. We're needing new equipment. We're updating the radio stream to get it off Live 365 and put it on the website. That's going to cost money. All of the improvements here for us to be able to reach other people, we need help. And the money that you give here to the New Thought Radio Media Network helps us to get that message to the whole world. We have that possibility here. Please help us. Again, uh, Diego should scroll that again in the bottom again at paypal.me at New Thought Radio. Paypal.me at New Thought Radio. The offerings that we have here are just out of sight. All right. Thank you so very much. It is my honor at this time to present our very special guest, the Reverend Dr. Alice Rock Brown. Her path to senior minister or pastor began more than 40 years ago when she was first introduced to the teachings at Christ Universal Temple, CUT, in Chicago, Illinois. She found that positive message to be quite inspirational and very practical. And she was able to apply the teachings in her own life with much success and knew that she wanted to help others do the same. Reverend Alice then started her New Thought journey in November of 1977. She received her teacher's license in 1986, her counselor license in UFBL in 1987, and was ordained in 1995. Reverend Alice also authored various UFBL daily inspirations during the period of 1986 to 2012 as well as other articles in the UFBL publications. She was appointed a staff minister at Christ Universal Temple by the late Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, and she served in numerous positions from board member of the UFBL, where she served as a secretary to becoming the Johnny Coleman Institute Registrar. 
a licensed UFBL licensed teacher, counselor, member of the prayer ministry at CUT, become a published author of the UFBL monthly publication, The Daily Inspiration, and other wonderful things that she has written for them over the years. Prior to her appointment as the Living Truth Center Senior Minister in Cleveland, Reverend Alice was the founding minister, director of the Universal Oneness for Better Living Satellite Center in Chicago Heights, Illinois. She served there as the minister director for 14 years. In 1997, she was awarded the Minister of the Year Award. How about that? By the Eta Pi Beta Sorority, the Alpha Lambda Chapter. Reverend Alice has also spoken at various churches, women groups, and other organizations to spread the message on how to live a better life by practicing practical and spiritual lessons to everyday experiences. Not one to rest on her laurels, Reverend Alice continues to expand her knowledge. In May of 2008, she received her bachelor's degree in Christian ministry and organizational leadership from Trinity International University. Reverend Alice is most proud of her 55 years of marriage to the nicest man I have ever met in Frank Brown Sr., <laughs> one of the nicest men you'll ever meet. And they are proud parents of four children, grandparents of 11, and great-grandparents to 10. Uh, Reverend Alice is currently serving with the INTA, the International New Thought Alliance Board of Directors, and she was the former senior minister of Living Truth Center, located in East Cleveland from January 2006 to May 2015. It is my great pleasure to introduce to you my longtime friend, a friend that was there sometimes when I didn't have any other friends <laughs> to rescue me. That is the Reverend Dr. Alice Rock Brown. Welcome to the Fireside Chat this evening. Thank you, Michael. You had other friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you had to do, though, was you had to take them aside and say, now, you know, Michael's doing the best he can here, you know? I did, I did. I, I know I, you I, did. I spoke up for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to say who, the, who some of the instigators <laughs> were, but yes, yeah, so... so uh, Reverend Alice had my back. So lots of questions this evening. Again, I mentioned your affiliation with uh, late great Dr. Johnny Coleman. What was it like working with such a wonderful person as Johnny Coleman? It's really hard to describe, but it was magical. That's really, I've always been in the church. I was born in the church, so to speak. I'm originally from Sarasota, Florida, and uh, I was never not in a church. When I got to Chicago uh, via my husband's coming out of the Marines, from, from Sarasota, we went to Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, he was in the Marines, and in 66, he got out and we uh, settled in Chicago. Uh, originally, we lived on the west side of the city. And eventually we moved to the south side of the city. And I was introduced to Christ Universal Temple by one of my neighbors at that time. Um, I walked in the door in November of 1977. I haven't looked back since. 
Uh, I joined the church in 1978, April of 1978. And at that time, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, uh, senior minister of Christ University Temple, founding minister of Christ University Temple, founding uh, founder of Universal Foundation for Better Living. She is an ordained unity minister. And I won't tell that story. People can get it from the website. Magical. That's the only word I could think of because I can't imagine my life not having had the teachings from Dr. Coleman and all of the teachers and ministers that worked with her. By the time I walked into the church, she had a team of people working with her. The Reverend Dr. Helen Carey was the director of the Johnny Coleman Institute. Who I met. Yes, yes. And she's doing well. She's doing very well. I talked with her today. Um, She's now, she's my mentor. She's like my spiritual mom. Uh, Dr. Coleman being in charge of all of us, we were her children. And each of us, she assigned uh, different ministers to work with us depending upon what we were doing. I started in the church. I moved through the Better Living Program as it's called under UFBL. I received my teacher's license in 1986, my counselor's license in 1987, as you indicated from my bio. My I was ordained in 1995. I was the minister director of Universal Oneness Outreach Ministries, which was uh, ended up being a satellite of Christ Universal Temple. I started out as a study group. And when Reverend Dr. Mary Tompkin became the president of Universal Foundation for Better Living, we had to make a choice either become a center, which is what study groups grow into centers, or become a satellite under your home church. I became a satellite under the home church, not trying to grow into a church because I was beating people to church every Sunday morning myself. <laughs> well, you know, if you have, uh, if you have a Christ Universal Temple in your backyard. That's right. <laughs> why, right why try to compete? <laughs> There is no such thing as competing with Dr. I know, but (laughs) she was one of the best leaders I've ever had the opportunity to meet. We called her Johnny. She, we didn't, in Chicago, we don't use Reverend. We use first names. And the reason we use first names, Dr. Coleman would tell us is those are titles. And she didn't want to get the quote unquote big head because she was so powerful, um, we we were taught to do everything first class, go anywhere we had to go in order to get our souls fed. She took us to a lot of different places. She included everyone. She did not exclude anyone. Our church um, had friends. She was friends with didn't matter like if you was Baptist, if you was Jewish, if you were Muslim, it didn't matter to her. She didn't look at that. She looked at the heart of the person. 
the character of the person. She didn't take any stuff off of anyone. <laughs> no one. Oh, that, oh that's legendary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, some of some of my Sunday morning servers were quote unquote beatdowns. <laughs> and the reason I say it that way is this. She taught us and she wanted to make sure we understood and that we could apply the principles to the best of our abilities. And she's a teacher. Uh, she was more of a teacher than what I would consider a preacher. Reverend Mary, the Bible-toting metaphysician, <laughs> was more of a preacher than Who I also got to meet. And she was just as powerful as Dr. Coleman. And now we are the ones to carry and pick up the banner. As you know, Dr. Coleman and Dr. Tompkin has made their transitions. They're no longer in bodies. Reverend Dr. Helen Carey is still with us. Uh, there are others still with us that were taught by Johnny and Helen uh, who taught us. But now it's up to us to pick up the mantle and keep it moving forward. And I, I would say that that's what they would expect of us to do. That yes. you know, those who are on this side of the, of the veil, as they say, that we are to carry on the work. Yes. Uh, so one of the questions I have here, so if Dr. Cohen was alive today, what do you think her thoughts would be about the current racial discussion? This is nothing new. <laughs> 400 years. <laughs> we were brought over from Africa 400 years ago, right? And somewhere within that timeline. So we've gone through many different segments, I'll use that word, of racism, systematic racism. Uh, I think her thoughts would be the same as they were when she was here. Stand on principle. Stand on your own two big spiritual feet. Practice the principle. She taught, we teach every Sunday in all of our UFBL churches or better living groups or new thoughts that's associated with UFBL, that we're one. We're one with everyone. We're one with everything. We're one with the one. She would teach us that we're gods in expression. When she wanted to shock us, she would just say, you're God. And of course, it was very difficult for a lot of us to accept that because um, that's not what we were taught. And one of our main principles is we have forgotten our divinity. We forgot that we're divine. We um, are unwilling to change. That would be the second one, unwillingness to change. Even if I remember sometime or another during the course of the day that I am divine, I am made in the image and after the likeness of God, as it says in the Bible. So depending upon my background, my education, depending upon my belief system, depending upon my self-esteem, depending upon how I grew up, I may not always stand on those thoughts. You know, the, the I am God in expression. I'm one with everyone. You and I are brothers and sisters, spiritually speaking, Michael. You may be 
of a lighter complexion. I may be of a darker complexion, but we're one. We may have different biological parents, but spiritually speaking, we have the same father, mother, which is God. Mm -hmm. There is no difference between us, spiritually speaking. Of course there is, if we look at it from education, if we look at it from uh, our neighborhood where we grew up, how we grew up and so forth and so on. But if we think about it from a spirit, purely spiritual perspective, we are divine. We are made in the image and after the likeness of God. Doesn't matter who we are. Doesn't I, matter who our parents were or are. Yeah, and I think, you know, bringing that forward is that, again, we are all made in the image and likeness of God and that we not only understand that for ourselves, but we also understand that for our neighbors then too. And if we really get it, that we are one, not only with the one, but we are also one, you know, that, you know, we are all brothers and sisters, then you, when we really get that uh, for the human race is that we wouldn't, we wouldn't be killing each other. We would end this uh, racial nonsense and all that. Go so, back in your Bible. Uh -uh. Go back in your Bible. Let's do, let's look at it spiritually from the biblical Come on now, because you know wars on and rumors of wars have been around since when? The beginning of time. They did what? They crucified Jesus. Why? Because they did not like his what? Philosophy, right? His theology, right? So when we think about what we're doing now, and if we really take a look at the Bible from the beginning, Genesis through Revelation, and we know the Bible is not written in chronological order, we know that Genesis 1 was written 500 years after Genesis 2. Genesis 1 is a commentary on Genesis 2. Come on now. Let's You're getting a Bible right. lesson this evening. I'm a <laughs> theologian. Yes. I'm a Bible-toting metaphysical theologian. <laughs> and my background is Baptist. I came through primitive Baptist. One grandma was primitive Baptist. The other grandma was missionary Baptist. My children went through Catholic school. Religion is man-made, not God-made. And for those people who have just happened to come in our wonderful conversation, good evening to you. This is a Friday evening fireside chat here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangus, and I am joined this evening by my longtime friend, from the Universal Oneness Outreach Ministry. That is the Reverend Dr. Alice Rock Brown from Chicago, Illinois. So if you, and I know you've done hours of counseling with young men and women. When they came into you to talk about things that happened to them personally that affected them racially, what would you counsel them to do? Love. Love is a healer and a harmonizer. We forgive. We don't forget. One of our ministers, the Reverend Dr. Winston Johnson says, forgive, don't forget. And the reason he said that is this. If you forget the situation or the incident, it may be repeated. So you, re you don't keep the pain of the suffering going, 
but you remember what happened. So if that person show up again and they show up in a different outfit, they show up in a different, with a different attitude, but you know, that's the same little demon that was there getting on your last nerve. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden they're coming back to you, wanting to work with you. So they're going to uh, show you a new person, but they have not changed in their consciousness. Consciousness is simply the sum total of all that I am aware of. It's not a negative, it's a positive. I had, uh, uh, so going back to what I would teach them, one, stand on principle, know God. Two, because we're threefold being spirit, soul, body. From a physical perspective, you're not going to stand up and allow someone to put their foot on your neck and keep it there and kill you. If you can avoid the situation, avoid it. Going back to the mental aspect, I, and this is a hard pill to swallow, and I know when I say this for people that may not accept this as their teaching, I'm threefold being spirit, soul, body. Spiritually speaking, we're all perfect, whole, and complete. There is nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed. Now, that's a spiritual principle. Mentally, I am all that God is. I am divine. However, from this physical perspective, all of us do not accept nor believe that. Otherwise, there would not be bullies. Otherwise, there would not be negativity and evil. There is duality. There is no duality in God. There is duality in man. M-A-N-F-E. M-A-L-E. Is that how you spell female? (laughs) There are ladies doing some dangerous things today, but they've done it all. It's been going on forever. But now people are catching it on camera and they're seeing it in real time. People are accusing people of things they haven't even done. They're nowhere near them and they're lying. And they will tell you they're going to call the police on you because they know the police is going to come and do some harm to you. And you have done, you're innocent. Thank God for the video camera today. Yes. And I, I, I would say that's one of the, that's one of the great equalizers here. We're running out of time. Like I knew we would. Um, so Reverend Al, so what, what do, what do we need to change here? What do we need to change in our thought? What do we need to change? I, again, you said that this has been going on for well over 400 years. So what do we need to change? But let's go back one step, Michael. Okay. It's been going on longer than that. Because remember, the only reason we got to the United States of America is we were sold by our own people. Originally, they were warring against themselves, tribal wars. And the people showed up that was different than the people that was on the continent. And the one that lost the war, they sold them. And once they got everybody they could get, they went back and got the ones that were selling them. Let's tell the truth, the real truth. So it's been going on since the beginning of what? Time. Nothing new under the sun. 
That's what I've been taught. And if I forget, if I don't know my history, I'm bound to what? Repeat it. We don't even teach history any longer. We don't even teach a whole lot. We change the whole history books. We throw them out, burn them up. You don't want your kids to know nothing about that. So you make up some new, uh, excuse my mom, I was about to cuss. I'm not going to do it on your show. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. We make up new history. Yes. We, you know what, Michael? I thank God for the pandemic, not for the death of all of the people. Please understand that. Not for the grieving of the parents, the children, but I'm, we've been shut down. The unit, we have found out how globally connected we are. The whole entire global universe has been shut down. United States of America, I can't, I wanted to go to Europe. My granddaughter is in Europe. She's coming home in December. And she's been over there for three years. And I know them to go wherever they are. They're military. They won't let me in Europe because I'm American. I could lie and say I'm African and try to act like I could speak some foreign language or something or coming from Jamaica somewhere. They might let me in. But if I come in with my passport, say United States of America, from my understanding, they're not letting me in because of the pandemic and how we have not done what we could have done. And we're not going to talk about that today. Go vote and vote, your, vote. Country. <laughs> vote your country. And if you don't have nobody to vote for, vote for your dog. Put your dog on your head. <laughs> Just vote. Just vote. Uh, one, uh, we're running again, we're running out of time. Uh, so, <clears throat> In your, you said that you were coming to Cleveland for the International New Thought if Alliance. My sure about get, that. If my husband allowed me to get on the airplane, I'll be there. <laughs> he said, he No, we no need to come and get he you. Said, he said, He's not getting on no airplane soon. I may have to drive. But anyway, <laughs> my plan, my, I will be in Cleveland however I get there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. One week from today, and we're going to have INTA Day. We're calling everyone, especially ministers. It's going to be at the same time as your show. We're going to figure it out how to be a part of your show somehow. But oh, okay. All, so we can all be a part of what's going on, because this is new for me. This is new for a lot of us. We haven't heard of StreamYard.com. I hadn't. I'm just saying, I haven't either until I'm me the network. Okay, so now we got something else we can add to the mix of what we have. And so I'm praising God for next Friday from seven, from, from eight Eastern to nine Eastern. We're doing Zoom, StreamYard, Facebook, everything we can put it on. We're going to be in our individual locations. But we're inviting everyone to meet this INTA, International New Thought Alliance Day, especially ministers, but everyone. Then Saturday morning, we're doing, um, we're going to be, I forget the name of the park, but we'll be at the uh, lake. And I, I'll put give you that information so we can get it out. But we're going to be at the lake early Saturday morning for a prayer session on the lake 
going, taking it to the water, releasing and letting go this negativity that we have allowed to build up in our consciousness, race consciousness, individual consciousness. How is the right word is to say it. Then on Saturday morning, I will be speaking for the Reverend Andrea and James Graham. And I'll give you all of that information and we have all that circulating out. And then on Saturday, uh, Monday, I'll be meeting with my team that's in Cleveland and then I'll be heading back to Chicago. So, so again, if you'd like more information, if you could put that on your website. We will on, have it there. On, and uh, we send it out every day with constant contact. So if people go to the website, www.uoom.org, all letters, and let us, we got a page they can register. They will get our daily constant contact message. We send a prayer message out every day. And they can receive a prayer message and all of the information about anything that you and their partners, because we're going to start adding you to that on a daily basis now. We're Wonderful. going to add you to that and we'll add other people because it takes all of us. It takes a village. It doesn't matter what denomination you are. What matters is we're one. What matters is loving each other. What matters is forgiving each other. What matters is not letting people put their foot on your neck and killing you. What matters is people don't come up in your house while you sleep shooting you, talking about they don't have no no knock warrant. Uh, I'm about to cuss again. I can't cuss on. I know. Head. Yeah, don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Reverend Robert will not be very happy with. Me. I will not do, disrespect your program. I no, we're, we're we're good. Look, Dr. Coleman gave me plenty of good training with Reverend Heller. Okay. Oh, I oh I bet. And you have to understand that both both these women are are legendary. We have to go. Thank you so very very much. If you want more information about the ministry of Reverend Dr. Pastor Alice Rock Brown. If you go on her website, UOOM, that's Universal Oneness Outreach Ministry.org, you can get all kinds of information. Yes. If you want information yes. about what's going on next week yes. in Cleveland with the uh, International New Thought Alliance, please do so. Thank you for your service to uh, INTA. Uh, I, I wish we and could I'm have met this year. The, I'm not currently on the board, but I am the district president. For Ohio and Michigan, not a board member this term, okay. but I am the district president still for Ohio, remember? Yes. And Michigan, okay? So I'm still working in the vineyard. Well, we, again, we very much appreciate that. Thank you so very much for coming on this evening, Reverend Dr. Alice Brown. Appreciate you. Love you. Just thank you for all your service and all the, the good that you do for the world. So again, thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. I thank love you. you, my friend. Tell your Same here. Thank you. beautiful wife. I said, hello. And I, I will, I will do that. Thank you so very much. You're very welcome. Gonna, yeah, we need, yeah, we're going to need to go here. So wasn't that wonderful this evening? Reverend Dr. Alice Rock Brown from Chicago, Illinois, talking about the late, great Johnny Coleman and about the tradition of our teaching. And so again, uh, if you'd like more information about Yours truly, again, all you need to do is to go on to summitcsl.org 
or to go ahead and uh, click on the email address, which Diego had on just a minute ago, PastorMichaelMangus at gmail.com. We just appreciate each and every one of you. Again, uh, please stay in contact with us. We love you here. Again, we're going to all get through this. We will, again, through the power of our minds, through the power of our spirit that's within us. Greater is he <laughs> that is in us than he that is in the world. That's from the Bible. And knowing that, that we are greater than our circumstances and that we can let our circumstances really just to be the fertilizer for a whole new life for us. So again, from Akron, Ohio, uh, this is Pastor Michael Mangus wishing you a very, very pleasant good evening. Thanks for joining us this evening for Friday's Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus. Join us again next week at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain for more spiritual conversations for today. For more information and replays of past shows, please visit the New Thought Radio and Media Network's Facebook page. Until next week, may God bless you richly and abundantly. Hey, we're clear again.